Business Women Rock, episode 30. Ladies, it's time to rock. Welcome to the Business Women Rock podcast, where we get down and dirty with the world's most incredible business women. Inspire your journey by listening to theirs. And now, here's your host, Katie Kremitzos. What's up, ladies? I'm so excited you're here. Welcome to the Business Women Rock podcast. So today concludes our Women in Podcasting series that we've been conducting all week, and it's just been absolutely mind-blowing. And I'm going to tell you right now that there's going to be another Women in Podcasting series because, you know, just the more that I've dug into it and the more great women that sort of are coming out of the podcasting space just absolutely astounds me. So I'm so excited to continue highlighting them here on the Business Women Rock podcast. So to conclude this week of Women in Podcasting series, I'm actually going to turn the tables a little bit and give you a little bit of a surprise, and I'm actually going to tell you a little bit more about the Business Women Rock podcast itself and a little bit about more about your humble host here. Now I'm going to say first and foremost that I'm completely not editing this for a purpose because I'm usually incredibly polished and I want to make sure to cut out all my ums and my ahs to make sure that it's totally you know, really wonderful and a great listening experience for you. But today, I really just want to talk to you directly. I want to have a conversation with you. And I just want to make sure that you get to know me a little bit more and get to know what this community and what this podcast is really all about. Um, and share with you some of the really interesting and funny things that happen behind the scenes throughout this journey of the Business Women Rock podcast. And then lastly, what I want to do is I'm going to share with you the top five takeaways that I've gotten from some of our guests over these past nine weeks, because holy cow, honestly, this list could probably be about 50 items long, but I just chose the top five that really spoke to me, um, that really made an impact on me during that conversation. And uh, with the hope that it's something that you can really take from and, and kind of re-listen to and hear in a different way. So first and foremost, um, you have probably heard me allude to the fact that my husband and I worked together during these conversations over these past nine weeks. And that is true. My husband and I own a community down in the Tampa Bay area called the Tampa Bay Business Owners. And it's a company that we've had for six years. And it's it's really a community. It is 300 plus business owners in this area who come together and our job is to create a structure. Our job is to create, you know, an entire community full of super positive, super abundant business owners who can come together as peers, help each other out, and we give tons of education and ton, tons of opportunities for them to really just connect with each other and help each other out and totally leverage relationships. It's amazing. In all of my experience of going to different meetings and going to different groups, um, there's there's never been anything like it. Now, I'm, of course, very biased when I'm saying that. But, you know, we put a lot of attention into making sure that our culture is one of just giving and peers truly helping each other out. So I tell you that because that sense of culture and giving and providing value for a community is really what is at the core value of the Business Women Rock community as well. So it's it's been with the experience of the past six years of building a an in-person community 
that um, that I take that attitude and those lessons and that love that comes with just bringing great people together. Um, I take that here and I put that here and I put that into every single show that I have, into every single post that happens on our, our Facebook page and on Twitter. And uh, and I really hope that you feel that. So, so my lessons as a businesswoman really come through when I'm asking questions because um, because for the past six years, you know, I came from corporate beforehand. So for me, jumping into an entrepreneurial endeavor was um, let me just put it this way: intellectually, I totally got it. Intellectually, I totally understood what steps I would have to go through, but. Uh, emotionally and you know in my very soul it was a complete disruptive shift and you know Kate Erickson actually um, who was just in our last episode who is with Entrepreneur on Fire podcast she talked a lot about that because she came to corporate she came from corporate as well and and she alluded to the fact that it was just a, a huge shift and mine was too I mean I had to shift my whole mentality from of you know just um just I've always had a really good work ethic, but it was just an entirely different level of work. I hope you're nodding your heads right now. (laughs) You know, there's just an entirely different level of commitment and passion and, you know, willingness to show up and know that you're going to fail every day. I think that has been, you know, some of my biggest lessons in business. And so these past six years have really been a culmination of, a slow and uh, sometimes torturous, but ultimately a very worthwhile evolution for myself as a businesswoman. And so those are the lessons that I really um, take with these conversations I'm having with guests because, you know, I'm asking the questions really based on what have you experienced because I've experienced this before and what lessons can you teach me? And, you know, I if you listen, I, I, I ask the question quite often about, you know, what do you do when you've, you know, totally fallen down and you don't think you can go get back up? You know, what do you really do? And it's because I've had those moments so many times <laughs> that it's really laughable, actually. Um, but in those moments, it seems so dire and, you know, such a big deal and like you're not going to get out of it. So I love hearing that feedback from my guests about what they've done. And, you know, my role in our organization is really the behind the scenes kind of operator. I'm managing our team. I'm managing our operations and our systems and making sure all that flows and, you know, sort of managing the finances and stuff. So, you know, uh, my vantage point as a business owner and kind of what I come to the table with in these interviews is really one of systemization. Like, how did you automate? How did you systemize? You know, um, and it's a very different approach than somebody, if I were to be like kind of an ideal, an idea generating entrepreneur. I definitely have plenty of ideas and I definitely verbalize my ideas, but you know, my role in the company is really implementer. And so I sort of come to the table with those sorts of questions, which is how did you really implement? How did you, when you, you know, when you built something out from A to Z, how did that happen? You know, what hiccups did you have? Um, How does it really, what is the true story behind managing employees? What's your secret for that? You know, that all that sort of stuff. And again, that really comes from my perspective on what I do in this company here. So all that being said, um, you know, the reason that the Business Women Rock podcast even exists is because 
we really wanted a way to scale out what was so special about our organization on a local level. And we wanted to do that in a way that leveraged technology and that sort of put us in a whole different space. And um, and we fell into podcasting. And, uh, and very, very long story short, we just really decided to think big and go global. My husband and I both have very, very big visions and missions and purposes in our lives, both separately and obviously together to really make an impact, to really, to really truly be able to reach out to you and, and know that what I'm presenting to you and the guests that I'm putting on are telling stories that are truly going to make an impact in your life. I'm so passionate about that. And ever since I was a little girl, I knew that I was meant to do that in some way. And so it's been really, you know, my whole life, I've been kind of trying to figure out the little pieces of how that happens and how I can really implement that to truly live in my purpose. And so, you know, creating the Business Women in Rock podcast was just totally that on fire, you know, times to a thousand. And uh, it has been an, an incredible ride. So let me give you a little bit of insight as to what's happened over all these weeks since we've launched. Um, you know, you along the way, if you've been listening, you've sort of heard like, hey, we've had, you know, 5,000 people listen, we've had 10,000 people listen, and we have X amount of people on our Facebook fan page. And you know, those are, I'll share with you the numbers because they're pretty awesome. Um, and then I want to share with you actually the behind the scenes of what's been happening in order to, you know, make all that growth possible. So first and foremost, um, we started our Facebook fan page back in December, mid-December of 2013. And it was before we even launched the podcast. And we did that because um, really for two reasons. Number one, we actually wanted to kind of test the market and make sure that this grand idea that we had was actually viable and <laughs> within no kidding within two weeks we had 2,000 likes on the page so we were like mm, yeah okay I think this is a good idea I think that there are rock star women out there who love business are very business savvy who want a home and who want a, a community to be a part of so um, so since December our Facebook uh, fan page has grown and we are now at just over 12,000 likes and um Actually, what's super important to me is that we have a really engaged community. So, you know, when you go on Facebook and you're seeing our posts and you see what we put up up there and you share and you share the episodes with your friends and, you know, you share really great quotes that we have up there, that just means the world to me. And and it's it, you comment on stuff. Like we just, we have such an engaged community on Facebook. So that's super awesome. And that's been a really great growth. And then when we launched the our very first podcast, um, which was on February 10th of 2014, and this is episode 30, so uh, so yeah, holy cow, it's been all that time. Um, so when we launched that on February 10th, we have seen such a great steady growth pattern. So what what started off with you know zero listeners on you know the the moment of launch is now at over 16,000 downloads in that time. And you know, comparatively to some other podcasts, that's actually kind of that's actually really low, but comparatively some to some other podcasts that's actually really high. But what's more more important to me than those side-by-side -side comparisons with others, what's super important to me is that every single one of those downloads is you telling me that you're loving what you're hearing. That's all that matters to me. I don't care if it was 10 people. 
those 10 people are getting something really great and are coming back to listen. So I will take steady growth over, you know, crazy high stats one day and dipping the next. So um, so I'm really excited about that. But all of those stats to show you that this community just continues to grow. It continues to be really activated. You guys are sending me emails. You're, you know, you're commenting on our show notes. Um, you know, you're commenting on Facebook. You're retweeting our tweets on Twitter. And I just really want to thank you for that. And um, and that's been such a cool, wild ride. Now, here's the back office stuff, okay? This is the stuff I chose to, to show you a few little uh, insights into what Business Women Rock podcast, uh, what it takes to actually go live with an episode and um, lessons I have learned along the way. <laughs> so first and foremost, I have to say this. I learned a podcasting lesson um, a little slow. I am blonde and I don't normally claim blonde moments, but I'm going to claim one for this particular story because (laughs) um, for the first, goodness, honestly, it was for the first three weeks probably when I was actually interviewing people. You know, I I interview over Skype and I have a, a recorder that actually records my calls with my guests and I could not figure out why for some reason I'd be talking to a guest and then all of a sudden there'd be like this two second like completely dead silence. Like they would whatever was happening on there and just completely went dead and they didn't even notice because then two seconds later they would come back into the conversation like normal and I was going crazy and oh my god I had to do so much editing so you didn't hear any of that stuff (laughs) but what was um what was happening is that I was not connecting directly to the internet I was relying on the wireless so a uh, stupid little moment on my part, but got quickly fixed, thank goodness. And then I had a memory of interviewing Joanna Penn, who um, is a phenomenal writer, uh, really, really great writer. I highly recommend you go listen to that video or that audio. Um, and I'm sitting there having a conversation with her, and it just happened to be one of the days kind of early on when I was, I didn't have like a set studio space. Like I was kind of coming into our office here, but if somebody was working here and I knew it was going to be loud, I would stay at home, but I have birds at home. And <laughs> so my particular conversation with Joanna, um, the birds were just going off in the background. I have two little birds. I have uh, two parrots, a son, Conyer, whose name is Sammy, and a brown-headed parrot whose name is Charlie. And they were just loud as heck. And I literally had to stop the conversation a couple of times to go like to try and quiet them down. And I felt so unprofessional. And the poor girl was like, what is that? <laughs> And it was just one of those moments where, you know, once again, really those lessons that um, that I'm going to talk about a little later, which is really just that I've gotten from guests, and that's just keep going with it. Like, just go. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just keep on keep on moving. And uh, so that was that was a nice one of those. And probably my my most interesting behind the scenes. Uh, vision into the Business Women Rock podcast is my recording studio. So I decided I would be really creative and go get, because you know, you know, you need to have sort of like a soft, absorbent space for the sound quality. And so I decided that I would go and get, um, I call them egg carton mattresses. I don't know what else they're called, but like these little like foamy mattresses, mattress sheets that you put on top of your bed that are like, you know, like an inch or two thick. So I got one of those and I literally like have it splayed on my 
desk right now and usually I'm sort of sitting underneath the darn desk sort of like crumpled in this like hidden corner with this mattress in front of me so that it absorbs all the feedback and all that sort of stuff so yep that's how I record it's awesome (laughs) I did just discover a couple of weeks ago that my car is actually awesome for recording so uh if you uh if you listen carefully you might be able to hear the difference when I'm actually in my car So that's some of the fun stuff that happens behind the scenes. Um, You know, I want to move into the top biggest takeaways that I've learned from some of our guests. And, you know, like I said, I, I really could come to you right now and do a list of about 50 of them because there have been so many, not only for me and sort of what I'm feeling in the moment, but just, you know, as I'm going back and editing the audio and listening, I just take out so much. Like, it's awesome. It's amazing. On the show notes pages on the bizwomenrock.com website for each of our speakers, I always list out usually about three different quotes that, you know, I find really profound um, that the guests talked about. But but as I'm doing the audio, Uh, as I'm doing the editing, I actually take out quotes. And most times I have like 10 or 12 quotes from these ladies. So there's just an abundance of education and wisdom in these conversations, which I got to be honest with you, from a selfish standpoint, like this is my own little one-on-one with these ladies. And I love being able to have you there with me because it's just this great insight. And I don't know if you've noticed, but these women have been so open. I mean, so very willing to just be candid about their experience, the good, the bad, the ugly. And I have been so humbled by that because they don't have to tell me that stuff. They definitely don't have to share it in a public forum, but they do. And my belief is that there's something so unique about women in the sense that we're kind of willing to share a little bit more openly about certain things. And, you know, I know I'm generalizing a lot, but Um, but it's my true belief is that in these vulnerable moments, it's in, it's in those totally raw moments that, you know, somebody's willing to truly open up about an experience that they had. That's when I usually get the biggest, um, the biggest lesson because that, that vulnerable moment is one that I can connect with and I can totally identify with. And then I can see how they went from that vulnerable raw moment to really getting out of it or really succeeding or really moving on into something else. And, and it's just always so, um, it's so inspiring. And, you know, I just, I absolutely love it. And those are the things that have always, always really gotten me. So, um, so I love being able to have those conversations with guests who, They've just all been so candid and and so authentic. So without further ado, here are my top five lessons learned from the guests so far. These are in no particular order, by the way. So the first is um, Jessica Singer, who is episode 14. So if you go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash 14, and she owns the company mamabargains.com. And her quote, and you know what? I truly believe actually that this is not on the audio. I think that this was a conversation that she and I were kind of having before I pressed record, but I took this and it stuck with me so deeply. So I want to share it here with you. She said, I asked her, you know, what do you do when you can't do one more thing? And she said, Katie, I do 12 more things. And here's why that hit me so hard because she continued to really say, 
you know, I, I just continue to move. I continue to do it because after those 12 things are done, I can now look back and said, wow, I didn't think I could do 12 things, but I did. And aren't I awesome? You know, and it just really was awesome because it just so happened on that particular day. I was having one of those days of feeling very overwhelmed and I just needed to hear that. Like I can still move forward. And we, it just really brought that idea home that we are so capable of so much more than we ever, ever would have imagined and that we usually give ourselves credit for. So that really, that point really drove home for me and um, it just was very, very powerful. Okay, so lesson number two, and that's from Jenny Larson, uh, who is a very successful seven-figure blogger and she was on episode 26. And if you listen to the conversation, you know that Jenny is a huge reason behind why the Business Women Rock podcast actually exists. And it's because when I saw her on our marketers cruise last year, her conversation and her story really made me realize that I was thinking so small. So my biggest takeaway with Jenny's story is just to think big. She had this really great moment of her story where she was in Mexico and things were not going her way and she really just recognized that the life that she had constructed was not what she wanted. So she really started asking herself, like, what do I want? And, you know, there were things included in there like, I want endless streams of money coming in. I want to be able to travel anywhere at any time. Um, with every luxury that I can have. I want to be able to buy my parents a house if I want. I want to be able to work when I want and not work when I want. So, you know, she created a system and a business that allowed her to have all those things that were very important to her. And, you know, nothing was out of reach. And so that was my biggest takeaway from her was just to think big. There are so many times when we just kind of think in this box and we're used to what this box has and to really get outside of that and to, to know that we are so, so much more capable than we could ever imagine that we are. So that was a big, big takeaway for me. The third lesson is from Dr. Catherine Havasi, who's the owner of Luminoso, and she's on episode 18. So Catherine was really interesting, and she said this one thing that just really hit me in the gut. She said, where I spend my time is a good indicator of where the company's focus is. And to me, that really meant that, you know, how are you choosing to spend your time in your business? Are you sort of mulling around the day-to-day and, you know, doing data entry and doing, you know, I don't really know, like just where are you spending your time in your day? Because that's going to get directly communicated to the consciousness of the business and tell the business where it's going. And so are you, or are you strategizing? Are you spending your time thinking about the vision of your business and implementing, um, you know, scaling strategies and, uh, you know, just things that will allow your business to grow really, really well. And depending on where you're spending your time will tell your business, that's where I want you to go. So for me, that hit home because I definitely am, you know, I definitely find myself doing a lot of those little minute details, A, because I'm kind of a detail person and I like those things, but B, because Um, you know, I recognize that I can get lost in those things because they're rote, they're routine. I kind of like that. I'm in the comfort of kind of doing a process from A to Z. And, you know, what happens if I get lost doing those things is I'm telling my company I'm, I'm in the details and, you know, I'm, I'm here doing these minor sort of behind the scenes steps rather than what are we doing on a big scale to really grow out and, and build. So 
That one I really loved. Um, lesson number four was from Stephanie Schlageter. Stephanie is actually here in my backyard. Um, she owns the Radiance Med Spa. She has an amazing, like, Rocky story. Like, she, that girl, as soon as she bought her franchise, got it completely wiped out from under her. Um, and she just spent all these years building it back up and doing it very successfully, by the way. But um, I highly recommend you go back and listen to that. She's episode 16. But, um, you know, throughout all the struggles that she had, I had asked her the question, you know, did you ever have a moment where you were just ready to give up? Like you could cut your losses and walk away. And, you know, did you ever have that moment? And she said, you know, through no matter how hard it got, I just, what did she say? She said, I'm not programmed to ever quit. And that really resonated with me because amongst the highs and the lows, you know, there's just this mentality of... I know I'm going to make it. Like, I just know I'm going to make it no matter what. And even though there are days when I'm totally crying my eyes out because it's just too hard and there's way too much on my plate and I feel like a total failure, still in those days, I just still know I'm not quitting. I'm not quitting. And, you know, maybe part of that for me has to do with the fact that I was raised an athlete and there's sort of this like athletic mentality of just keep on moving, keep on going forward, don't you dare quit, and just perform, you know. So who knows? But that was a really good lesson. I love that. And then number five comes from Linda Galindo, who's episode 12. And just a interesting little fact for you, Linda's episode actually to date has the most downloads, higher than any other guest. Um, there are definitely a handful who are right behind her, but Linda is definitely you know, at the top of the list for that. So people are really, really loving Linda. She is a, a consultant who has built up a million dollar consulting business. And she, her focus is really accountability. So she helps CEOs really get their accountability down so they can actually produce results. And this is more of a tool sort of that I got from her. Um, and I didn't put it as a quote, but it was just sort of one of those things that I was thinking about. It just really hit home for me. I had asked her how she stays organized and how she makes sure that she, you know, gets everything done and how she prioritizes. And I asked her if she does checklists and she said, absolutely not. I don't do checklists. I put it in my calendar because if it's, you know, then I've all allotted X amount of time for it. And so I know it'll get done in that amount of time instead of creating this long checklist that, you know, I don't know when I'm going to actually do it. And I was actually kind of taken aback by how simplistic that was and was actually taken aback about how kind of blasé she was about that. Like, oh yeah, of course, like this is what I do. <laughs> and um, and so I asked her, I was like, well, what do you do when you don't get it all done? You know, like I think, I think any of us who are dealing with kind of a growing business and sort of a pileup of more and more things to do, I think this is an area where, I'll speak personally for myself, this is an area where I struggle. Right now, in particular, I'll be very straight with you, I am not on top of all my stuff. Like, it is so hard for me to keep up with email right now. It's so hard for me to keep up with all the little details that are going on in my business. And I show up and I pretty much know I'm gonna fail like about 95% of the day. <laughs> And that just happens to be where I am right now. Not proud of that, but it just is what it is. And um, and so hearing her say that was just like this light bulb of like, okay, it doesn't actually have to be so dramatic in this giant checklist. You know, we all talk about our long checklists of things to do, but she just stated very clearly, like, just put in your calendar, you know, it's that easy. So, um, so that's been a really, really great lesson to hear. 
So those have been my top five lessons and takeaways that I've gotten from some of the guests that have been on the show here. If you want to go back and listen to some of these ladies' stories, as well as all of the others, you can go to bizwomenrock.com. And, you know, I would just absolutely love for you to send me an email, send me a response, send me a Facebook message. Um, You know, let me know what you're thinking about this community, about this podcast, about these interviews. It brings such a huge smile to my day every single time I receive an email from you and I get to hear about what your journey is, what is going on in your business, what you're struggling with. I just, I love hearing that stuff. Um, And you never know how I can help. So Uh, it's just been a really, really fun process for me. And I just thank you so much for listening here today and getting to know a little bit more about myself and getting to know a little bit more about the Business Women Rock community and what we are all about, what this whole podcast vision is. And I really see that that this platform is really one to just bring great businesswomen like you together and to be able to tell these stories and once again to sort of tell them in a very vulnerable very candid way that allows you to really take home something that really affects your business in a very real way um you know it's really for me all about results like what results are you getting what's actually really happening so Um, So I just really want to thank you so much for being here today. This community totally rocks. I am so humbled to be here, to be able to present these great stories to you and to to have you on board for the ride. It's awesome. I've totally loved it thus far. And uh, and I ain't going anywhere because this is so much fun. (laughs) So thank you. And I will see you on the next episode. Hey, you still listening? Okay, so I totally lied. I did do one edit of this episode and it was because during the whole latter half of me giving the five top lessons learned, uh, my bird who happened to be in my shoulder during that time sleeping came out and started mumbling and you know squawking and all this stuff. And as real as I wanted to be, I really didn't think that you needed to hear that. So anyway, no bird talk on this particular episode. See ya.